The Gold Circle is recorded on the land of the Yagara and Turrbal people, and we acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia. We recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture, and we pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be, Aboriginal land. Welcome to the Gold Circle, Australia's number one netball podcast. I'm your host, Nick Blue. Oh my god, you messed me up, you bastard. I'm your host, Nick Blue. With me, as always, is someone who interrupts me in the intro and fucks me up. Luke Toff. Hello. And Abby McCulloch. Hey, boys. Hey. We're about to see you today. Hey, I understand hey. that you're on the road. I am on the road. I'm just heading out to do a little bit of coaching and it's bloody hot. We've already had one mishap today with my phone overheating and switching off on me, so this is round two, and I think I think we'll get it done this time. Yeah, so if, if uh, Abby drops out mid-show, we know why. It's because her phone has melted into the dashboard of the car, so, yeah. you know. Well, it's the temperature's going down. When I first got in, it was 42 degrees, and now it's only 38, so I think we'll be right. Oh, this is great. Oh, my God. I would just melt in that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty hot, but... <laughs> It is what it is. Now, we do have to address something that is kind of uh, semi-hilarious. There was the birth of origin whatever situation on Wednesday. Um, Oh, okay. Yes, yes, that both of you lost. Um, Okay. uh, Now... What are, I don't know anything about this. I didn't even watch the game. I haven't watched the game in like a long time. What do we actually win? Ragging Yeah. Do we get money? Like, do we get like $5 million or something? The state? No. Oh, we don't get anything. All that good stuff. Intangible. What? Do we get like a case of beer? Uh, not for me. Not for me, you don't. No. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was like, do we get like a higher percentage of like the gross revenue from the TV? <laughs> well, nope. I think that they probably did get a case of beer from like Forex or something. So This seems... I, what a waste of taxpayer dollars. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't how understand. Dare <laughs> how dare you? That's enough. That's enough out of you. <laughs> oh, I feel dear. like we should win something. Can't we like learn to merge as like a Queensland state or something? Maybe just put funding into learning how to merge on the road. There we go. Yeah. Put Queenslanders it can't merge. Yeah. We can win a state of origin, but we can't merge. Yeah. Just put it back into transport main roads. <laughs> As, uh, as I think you'll find most people can't merge as the typical stuff. Oh, no, but New South Wales, they've worked out the um, stay in the left lane unless overtaking. We haven't worked that out yet. It's because we're quite aggressive down here. If anyone's caught doing the wrong thing in the right-hand lane, they're getting flashed and beeped, and it's just a lot more traffic, a lot more aggression. People, people have to do the right thing. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like Ab's, you're one of the aggressors. <laughs> 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 no comment. <laughs> uh, Paige Hadley uh, beeped me on yeah. the highway. <laughs> yeah, aggressive, see? Just Sydney siders. Aggressive. Oh, lol. Yeah, Was it Paige Hadley that someone thought you were? Is that the one you get all the time? Me? Yeah. No, I wish I wish people thought that. <laughs> Actually, she is she working really hard because I saw her on Instagram. I think it was for you one of your coaching days, and she looks tan and fit and insanely healthy. Yeah, I said the same thing to her. I think she's looking really good at the moment, and 
she's got some goals she wants to tick off with Diamonds, and obviously new coach can't expect to just be automatically straight back into the team. So she's working hard to make sure that those happen. Well, look, fingers crossed she can um, keep Stanton out of the uh, central winning win jack spot and beat her out for that. <laughs> uh, I think that I think Paige will be alright Yeah I was going to say I, I, I don't envision There being too many issues With that Luke's like Luke's losing his shit Right now Oh sorry Do, You're so funny um, Okay This is You know it's been a month Since we did the last episode So it's been a little oh. bit Of a, a while So it's We're back on the air Because we'd been waiting For all the free agency signings What little there were yeah. uh, for the season for the current team lists. Now, oh. at the moment, as it stands, there are only 10 players to a team. The SSN hasn't announced if there's going to be an expansion of that to keeping it to 12 like this uh, last season. Um, and we don't know where they're at now because Chris Symington quit today. So, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with the SSN because... I, I have some tea on that, on, but I so. don't think I'm allowed to tell it. Okay, you can just tell us off air because that's more exciting. And yeah. then you can just tantalize the, the listeners and piss them off by not saying anything. So <laughs> Absolutely. That's okay. Well, that's, that's okay. my job. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to be having a chat about the team lists for every single team. So this is going to be a longish episode, um, but we're also going to have a chat about the two coaching appointments uh, that happened in the last 24 hours, which uh, sees me and Anderson going to the Firebirds and Nicole Richard- Richardson being elevated to head coach at Collingwood. But we'll get to that towards the end of the episode. So guys, what we're going to do is we're going to go team by team. I'm looking at the SSN final team lists for 2021. I'm going to read them out and we're going to discuss each individual team. How does that sound to both of you? Yay. Sounds fantastic. Oh, great. Excellent. I'm so I'm, I'm glad you guys are so excited. I can just, it's just, it's, it's unreal. Okay, so Adelaide Thunderbirds have Matilda Garrett, Samantha Gooden, Georgie Horges, Elle McDonald, Maisie Nankervell, Hannah Petty, Lanise Podgita, Shamira Sterling, Shadeen Vandermeer, and Latanya Wilson. Luke, let's start with you. How are you feeling about the Adelaide Thunderbirds? Um, I think this is good. Um, considering that they obviously have Pittman and Shimo with all that experience leaving. Um, I had a discussion with Liz Watson during the season when she hurt her foot. And I was like, girl, how's the foot? And she's like, do you want... Basically, do you want the answer that I'm supposed to say or do you want the real answer? And she's like, basically, shut your mouth. It's the real <laughs> answer. And it was it was pretty screwed and they were worried. Um, anyway, and she's like, but I'm not actually worried for the team because I feel like Elle McDonald is a really solid player yeah. and this gives yeah, her an opportunity sure. to showcase her ability. And I really think she did that and she deserves to be put into this Thunderbird squad. Um, I I think it's going to be relatively solid. Um, I think, uh, is it Latonia? Yeah, Latonia. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think her, like she's 188 centimetres in goal defence. That's going to be amazing. Um that her and Sterling is just going to be cray cray. Um, yeah, I I don't. Ha- I I think they'll do relatively well. Will they make the top four or finals? I don't think so. Cool. I I agree. I don't think they'll come to the finals this year. I think like a lot of changes for them again. And while some of it is good young talent, um, they're just going to need a bit of time to settle. I think. Um, in saying that, after seeing their final team list, I was a bit surprised with the omissions of Pittman and Shimon. But, you know, it is what it is. They've obviously got a vision and hopefully we'll see that vision come to fruition in the next year or so. It is interesting because um, a lot during the season when obviously Pittman and I think I found out, I found out about Shimo before Pittman. 
um, that she hadn't been offered a contract. And a lot of it was sort of around basically getting youngsters in Young, and cutting yeah. their salary cap to basically make yeah. it affordable. Um, and it's just, it, it's going to be interesting to see how that pans out over the next, um, obviously going into next season when they have the new, um, after next season when they sort of negotiate the new deal with Nine or if it goes somewhere else, um, yeah. how that's going to work because a lot of people are telling me Adelaide ain't got no money. So, mm. yeah. you know, there's a lot of associations through COVID that are hurting. Um, and as you know, I, I, I think I think all the member organisations don't have any money. I yeah. think they're all battling. So I, I get the I get the cutting of you know those two higher profile more experienced players to free up salary. Um, it makes total sense because you don't actually they don't actually have to spend the entire salary cap. They need to spend a certain percentage of it, but they don't have to spend it all. So they there's no way Adelaide has spent that entire salary cap. I would assume because it saves them obviously X amount of money. But that, that they don't have. And, and I think as we're seeing with fever, with the fact that um, they're now in under investigation for the 18 and 19 season, um, you actually could go under that floor, and you're not going to get investigated for another two years. So, well, yeah. w- one thing that um, Eric George, um, shout out to Eric, uh, mentioned a, f- a few weeks ago when the the, the fever's cap. Um, story was breaking is that a lot of it relies on self-reporting so the fever came forward apparently and i maybe i imagine this might have to do with the two directors leaving um but they came forward and said that there were obviously breaches of the cap so they're investigating that currently i think the vibe that i'm getting from the thunderbirds squad is actually quite like it i think pick up a tilly's really really good uh l mcdonald again the, the team's getting younger and younger and i think that's what they're trying i think they're realigning it a little bit so the squad kind of grows together and i imagine they're going to try and keep it the core of this team as close together as possible, but also it screams to me that they're just basically trying to keep to the cap floor. Yeah. Yeah. But um, you bring up Tilly. I'm really excited about her because um, she started the Ravi fitness craze. Um, yeah. So watch yes. out uh, because yeah, she, if she gets a little bit fitter, she's got the height, she's got the game, you know, watch out. Yeah. I think for, for me, I know that Tilly has, um, I think she's played with a couple of the girls from uh, from Sanit, like South Australian netball. So I think there's obviously a connection there previously with like Sam Gooden, I think Georgie Hodges as well, I think. So it's is, going to be interesting. Is that the Netball Youth World Cup team? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so very, very interesting to see um, Collingwood departing um, parting ways with, uh, with Tilly on this one. So um, I'm curious to see how this goes. It's It's been very interesting sort of them losing... Gusketh, Shimon, and, and Pittman. That's a huge amount of experience and leadership they're losing to to gain some youth. So I'm curious to see how this team's discipline plays out next year. Um, I mean, to, for the most part, the Thunderbirds seem pretty well disciplined. So, like, I, I don't know. I've got good vibes from it. I just don't know if they'll make the four. I yeah, I agree. I don't think they'll make the four. I think it was a good move for Tilly just while you were talking about Tilly because I think she's been very underwhelming the last couple of years. Um, and I, I just... I don't think she's had a lot of opportunities, obviously, at Collingwood, and I don't know how much she's improved. So I think a change of scenery and something new is going to be really good for her game. And obviously, if she's going to get shit off Ravi's program, I think, yeah, she'll be a real force. So we'll um, see. And, and just on that as well, I, th- I think with Podgita there, it really, as we sort of saw this season, that sort of attack end is going to be a threat regardless. So yeah. they're going to have close games and they're going to get wins. It's just, you know. T- technically, they could. I just can't see it happening, making the top four. Yeah, they'll win, but they won't win enough. 
Yeah, I think it's just the lack of experience is what concerns me about this team at the moment. Um, and f- I don't know, depending on how the training partners work out or if the 12 players um, expansion works out, that they might be able to bring in some more of a veteran presence. But Well, I wonder if that's what Pittman's waiting for, signing with the contacts. Did she sign with contact Adelaide Club, right? Uh, she signed with... Uh, oof, I'm pretty sure it was contacts, Fuck, I tweeted it. it. Uh, talk while I find out. Contact is an Adelaide club, club in Adelaide, definitely. Um, so that might be, well, very true. So she might be just waiting out for that. So I, I just don't see her going anywhere. Like she's, I don't think she's going to go overseas and play. Like She's just married. She's settling down. you know. So I think she, she will wait to hopefully see what happens. She's still in good enough shape to be playing. It's just obviously not the direction they were going in. Yeah. So she signed with Garvel Netball Club. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Ah. And I think Gar- Garvel, Garvel and Grays? I think Garvel and Contacts are actually um, like sworn enemies. So lol. Oh great. <laughs> Good. That's what we love. We love sworn enemies in Nepal. Because I think Kath Harvey was was she Contacts or Garvel? I, oh, I don't remember. You should know oh, this. Oh god, I should. Where's your iPad? Yeah. Jesus. All right. I'll do a Tams and Greenway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's drawing on the on the wall. Uh, all right. Anything else for the Thunderbirds? You do. Nope. All right, we're going to move on to the Collingwood Magpies, who have on their list Melissa Bragg, Ash Brazel, Kelsey Brown, Molly Jovic, Khalifa McCollin, uh, Jeeva Mentor, Shimon Nelson, Jackie Newton, Gabby Sinclair, and Jody Ann Ward. Luke, let's start with your thoughts. Um, defensively, amazing. I think Newton is a good inclusion. She's sort of been hanging around for a while. I think she was on the 2019 Fury winning side. Yes. Um, I really like her game and what she showed this season with the Vixens. I think that's a good pickup. Um, I think it's definitely going to give them that versatility that they're looking for, that they maybe didn't get in Tilly. Um, Molly had a breakout season. Super happy with that. Um, yeah, I th- I think this could be good. It'll be interesting to see um, how McCollin moves from ANZ Prems to SSM. But yeah. I think she'll be okay. I think so. I feel like... I, to be completely honest, I didn't watch too much of her in the, or I didn't take too much notice of her in the ANZ Prems. So I think for me, Jackie Newton is an interesting pick. Um, I, I mean, running, having Ash Brazel back is going to be huge. I'm just a little bit skew if on Kelsey and Ash's injury history. So those are things that, to, that I'm going to like kind of look out for, especially because if you lose those two again, then it's just going to. Like you're basically losing like your links to your defense and your attack ends. Um, I think re-signing Mel Bragg's a good one. Mel Bragg towards the end of the season, she really picked up in her form. I think, and she was pretty badly injured. I'm pretty sure was it was it something with her shoulder? shoulder? Yeah, uh, it yeah. was like heavily strapped. Yeah, and shoulder you could got cooked see... in Adelaide. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you could see she was actually like passing with one hand because she's like I can't pass with my shoulder. Yeah, and she was yeah. so heavily strapped on that shoulder mm-hmm. as well. I think she had a bump with um oh goodness me who was it i think it was with chelsea actually when they were playing in adelaide in round 10 last year um so i think that was one of those things that collingwood was just decimated by injuries that they just needed to have some a body on the court so i think having mel on the team um and healthier i think it's going to be good especially on that defensive end um i'm excited to see how mccollin plugs into this team as well so yeah abs um i think I don't know. I just feel like they might be very defense heavy. What are they going to do with Ash and Mel? Like, I just 
I'm interested to see how they balance that out. Like, I know we've got rolling subs now, and both of them, obviously, with Mel having that shoulder injury and Anna coming back from a serious injury and does have a tendency to be injured quite a bit. Um, so it's probably not a bad thing, but we'll be interested. I will be interested to see how they really um, balance that out, especially towards the beginning of the season when everyone's fit, healthy and ready to go. So... That's interesting for me. Um, I'm, I'm happy to see Molly back in the back in the squad. I think she did an awesome job last year. Um, but obviously, I mean, I guess their midcourt's been quite injury prone the last couple of years, so maybe yeah. it's not a bad thing to have to have those additional additional players that can play across multiple positions to cover that. Shelf. I mean, Kelsey as well, like coming back from a relatively serious knee injury this year, like. I don't see them making the, the four again, but I think they're going to do better than last year. And I think the best thing about this team is that they're not full of superstars. And I think you can't have a team full of superstars. But playing week in and week out, I just don't think it meshes well. And that's been historically the case with Collingwood the last few years since their inception. So they're an interesting one for me for next year. Um, I th- I thought that the inclusion of Mel Bragg was pretty smart because if Kelsey goes down, they can put Molly at wing attack, which she played all, quite a lot of last season, yeah. and then Braz in centre and Bragg in wing defence. Because I'm just um. Does, does Molly play? I mean, sorry, does Melissa play centre? Is that her second position? But I- could you? I don't think so. Is I thought it was goal defense. defense. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, don't think it's I think it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Well, that's the way you would have to go, wouldn't you? So. Yeah, because... Yeah, like, it'll, be, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how those two come back from injury, as in Raz and um, Brown. It'll, that's the interesting thing for them. Well, uh, the only reason I say that is... Um, I'll never forget one of the times Lauren Jackson did her knee, she just dropped like a whole heap of weight. And basically the surgeon was like, if we can get the load off the knee, then you can last a lot longer. Um, And I feel like Kelsey dropped a lot of weight um, last season. Uh, It's weird saying last season when it's like the same year. But yeah, yeah, um, this year she's dropped a lot of weight. And I really felt like that was to get the sort of the impact off and make it you know, last a lot longer. And then obviously her getting injured again, I was like, oh, like it, yeah, it it complicates the issues more, I, I feel like. And so I, f- I feel like that mix is kind of like a backup mix so that if she does go down, they're not so hampered. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of like an insurance policy somewhat because if you've got Brazzle and Brown where you're probably injury managing them into like proper minutes into a game. Oh, They'll injury manage them all year, those two, I think. Yeah, they have to be, especially because of the severity of the injuries in previous <sighs> Look, years. I, I think I think Braz probably is going to bounce back sort of better. Like, I, I see her more likely not getting injured than Brown um, because I, yeah. I feel like the yeah. combination uh, my, of these... My, my concept is that she's going to be playing get through that on first. Yeah, I mean that's the concern is whether she can actually get through a full yeah. ascent season. Yeah. Like, yeah, and I think I think even as a leader as well, I know that she was keeping in contact with the Magpies for for the majority of the season because I think the team sees her as a, as a really significant leader. I just yeah, I think for me the major concern is obviously just whether Brazil and Brown can push her a whole season yeah. without reaping in their injuries. So, I mean, fingers crossed because yeah. it'll be great to see Brazzy on the court. 
Um, Absolutely. It's just a matter of yeah. managing that because, yeah, that's some pretty gnarly shit for both of them, really. So, um, all right, we're going to move on to uh, the Giants netball, which has such an interesting squad. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> so, Giants Giants have Akira Austin, April Brandley, Sophie Dwyer, uh, Joe Hart and Maddie Hay, Christiana Manua, Matilda McDonnell, uh, Amy Parmenta, Sam Paul and Jamie Lee Price. It's basically the same team except without... Caitlin Bassett. Luke, uh, what are your thoughts? Oh, me first. Um, yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, I don't want to get atted by scary Giants fans on Twitter. Um, but, yeah, look, I think this is going to work. Um, yeah. I'll be interested to see... <laughs> I'm interested to see how Maddie Hay does um, because I felt like... Because I think, Abby, you mentioned that she's a centre wing defence and having her in wing attack was not her natural position. They're obviously going that way, so I guess they're going to have a whole pre-season um, to sort yeah. of work on that and hammer that out. So I, I think it'll be pretty good. Yeah, I, I agree with you, and... Uh, Maddie Hay is traditionally a goal event, moved out to wing event, moved to centre, now obviously to wing attack. So she can pretty much play everywhere. Wow. But I, I think she did a really good job for them this year at wing attack. She was steady, she was consistent, she got the ball where she needed to get the ball and she fed it to the shooters really well. So I don't think she, she's the problem. I, they're very defence heavy, which is not a bad thing, but if something goes wrong in their attack and they don't have as many options as they do in that defence end, with the addition of April, like they've got four circle defenders essentially. But I just, yeah, I just think that's a bit unbalanced. Not yeah. to say it won't work, because I think it's a good, it's a good collective of, of players. I think the shooting, shooting end is going to work very nicely with Kira and Joe, um, and then obviously they have Sophie if they want to chuck her in to get her a bit of experience, knowing that she can shoot long bombs all day, every day, but yeah, I, I think in terms of the shooting end, it's probably a little bit more balanced, but they're very defense heavy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I... This, I mean, it's it's honestly, the majority of the squad is the same squad as as, uh, as last yeah. year. I've heard really good things about Sophie Dwyer, so I'm excited to see her get more of a time on the court. Um, just looking at this team, I'm like, okay, sure. Like, they've got big expectations on the back of them considering the amount of talent that's on that team. Absolutely. So the, the same uh, they rules going to apply. They can 100%, yeah, they can get 100% get the job done. I have no doubt. I, I think so too. I, I feel like, I'm not saying Seabass was a negative cause, but I feel like that, that whole situation at Giants, okay, don't look at me like that, Luke. <laughs> I, the, the whole situation, I think, just brought a cloud over the club. So perhaps removing that, might fix might fix it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying see. I'm all for sea bass. All right, stop laughing at me, Lou. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm all for sea bass. Was the situation? Yeah, I agree. Was the situation that was that surrounded her with whatever was going on that, as you said, brought that little bit of a cloud. You could tell. You could see in the way they played and the way they interacted. It was very. Yeah, it just didn't look as happy as what it has in the previous years. I guess. Question: A coaching question. If the Giants continue to underperform next season, do you see Julie Fitzgerald staying beyond 2021? Yeah, that's an interesting question. They, they have to perform. Like, they've got a squad that can do it. So they, they need to be playing finals at least next year. And that obviously puts Julie in obviously a predicament because she's been at the helm of that club since its inception and they've had some pretty good success early on, but... They haven't really backed it up the last few years. So 
I mean, that's a that's going to be a difficult one because she's been she's like a she's been around netball New South Wales for years and years and years. Had so much success with obviously the Giants, but initially the Swifts. So that's a hard choice for the for netball New South Wales. But I guess the question is, who do they replace her with if that was going to be the case? Uh, Abby McCulloch. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you oh, it. Mate, we're gonna get you're gonna get there. Diamonds, it's twenty thirty five. We're done. Luke Luke is manifesting this coaching Nick and so I, hard that yeah, we should get a fucking profit share we should from you getting your, appointed yeah, to the mate, diamonds. I, I don't think the diamonds coach gets paid that much, but <laughs> look, I'll be the orange boy if you get it in twenty thirty five. Yeah, yeah. I'll cut up the oranges on the side. We'll see. We'll yeah. So we just broke some news. Beck Bully's going to now just show you the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm just going to get in so much fucking trouble if like if New South Wales like netball or Giants netball is to do this. And, like Abby's been saying so much shit that's fucking wrong. No, um, she's. Nah, I'm wrong. just saying. I'm just saying. I think Beck's very good. I did. I did see that she did very well. Um, yeah. Because I've been following a bit of that sort of Metro League, and it's yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Do Do you think she, that- she did very good? I think. She's going to be a good coach. I do think she is a good coach. I think she's got potential to be even better. Do you think Giants explore maybe her assistant coaching at Giants if, if they they wrote if they like want to change the assistants? I don't know. I don't, Who yeah, is I don't the know. I don't coach at Giants? They've got Jenny O'Keefe as their assistant oh. at the moment. Who yeah, so she's been around netball and New South Wales for a very long time. Um, I've had her coach me. I I think she's good. Oh. I think. Great. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Jenny was to step in line if Julie was to step down. I don't know, but I think Julie will be around for for a little bit longer still. Yeah, I, I, yeah, they're obviously not going to part ways with her until you know. No, I don't think yeah. so. Yeah, they really have to underperform. I think like mm-hmm. next year for that to be considered, in my opinion, at least. Yeah, and I, I don't think I don't see that happening. I think you know, as you said, the team's pretty much the same as what it was this year and I think that year together is obviously going to help with just a couple of changes that probably boost them like April April's a good addition for them because uh, you know she can go on and play all three back end positions very well mm. uh, so she, she she brings a lot of experience to the side as well which is probably they, good for that back end they yeah. kind of have they ha- kind of have a lot of cover there don't they because you win, yeah, because Branley can go into wing defence and then Hay can play centre. So, if, you know, touch wood, Jamie Lee goes down. I'm touching wood so she doesn't hurt herself. Um, but if she went down, um, then Austin can go into wing attack and Sophie yeah. can play goal attack or Joe. And, Amy, yeah. Amy Palmetta can play all three mid-court oh, positions as well. So they've got a lot of cover across the court. Um, 
The only the only thing I have a little bit of concern with is again around that wing attack position. Like mm. I know Maddie Hay did a really good job this year, but they still don't really have a wing attack specialist. They've got people that can play there well, but not their number one. I think they'll be right. Yeah, I think she I think she can do it. I think if they have a good Absolutely. preseason, um, I think she can sort of make that jump because I don't know it's kind of I was talking to someone about this the other day with men's netball you kind of have to play everything like I played center the other day which is a joke in itself but um like you kind of have to play everything so yeah whereas with sort of they sort of hone you into one certain position um you know as you progress through the stages um but yeah like six months she can definitely get away around wing attack mm. Oh, absolutely. And I think she's already, she's already most of the way there. But, you know, she'll just get better and better every year she plays there, just like anything else. Yeah, agree. Cool. Next one. All right. So, the uh, Melbourne Vixens mm. team list is Katie Ann, Katie Ann Dehaney, uh, Ruby Barkmeyer, uh, Kate Eddy, Moai Kumwenda, Emily Mannix, Kate Maloney, Ali Smith, Liz Watson, uh, Joe Weston, uh, and Kalia Stanton. Luke. <laughs> Give me some thoughts. Give us some <laughs> thoughts. Why are you laughing? Um, Barkmeyer, I can see her starting at goal attack. I feel not like, standard. No. Okay. Um, I feel like with the Vixens and um, the Vix system and the pathway system they have set up, it's just a conveyor belt of stars. Um, they've. I trust Simone in that. You know, a lot of people were talking. There was another lovely lady who was up for it that didn't get chosen. Um. And I feel like um, she's made this decision for a reason, whatever that reason is. I trust in her process. Um, at the end of the day, Kamwenda can shoot 50 a game if they go that way. Um, I don't see them losing a huge amount. Okay, interesting. All right. Abs? Yeah, I agree. I think, I think you know, I'll speak for all of us when I say I think we're surprised to see Kalia was offered a contract, but... Maybe Kaylee has just seen... I've never really seen her play a lot. Maybe she just needs a change of environment and she'll come out killing it. I know she did quite a good job at last five years ago. Like, so I, I don't really have a problem with that, with that decision because I agree that I think Simone has a reason for, for what she's done and she's a pretty smart cookie. And I would say that reason will not result in much of a loss for them. I think that, that, that they'll be fine considering them. the majority of their team is still together. Obviously, coming off the back of the Premiership. Um, worst case scenario, they've got the best wing attack in the world sitting in front of very much, very close to being one of the best goal shooters in the world. So, you know, I think whoever gets that wing, that goal attack starting position, they're going to be nurtured and brought along for the ride, and they'll, they'll do a fine job, I have no doubt. Yeah, so, I'm not going to lie. I'm glad to see. Yeah. Having, having Watson and Kumwenda being to your left and your right is pretty good. And Maloney yeah. as well. Like, uh, I mean, I, I look at this, I, I think, for like I, like Ab said, it was incredibly surprising seeing Stanton get the, the nod for Vixens. And, you know, I think like both of you have said, if, to me, the reason that they would have uh, pursued her is that they believe that she has the skills and that she, they they can develop those skills better than um, the Fever did over the, over the years that she was there. So, And she's also been a training partner. So, I, yeah... I, I, Stanton? Uh, sorry, um, Barkman. Oh, sorry, I was talking about Stanton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Um, uh, so, yeah, I th- I don't... Everyone was like, oh, my God, it's a huge change. It, um, I mean, it is. It is a huge change. It but is, but... 
I think I'd, this system has worked for one because they won the premiership with the the rest of the skeleton of the team. Mm. Um, you're just plugging in younger new players. I, I I I do agree with you. I feel like they're going to start Barkmire though. Yeah, I think that to me, if I, if I'm <laughs> yeah, just Stanton's just an interesting pick. Look, who knows? She might have a really good preseason. Oh, yeah. Come in like Pull next level. Um, and yeah, and be a really great asset to the team. I don't really know. Yeah, I, I don't think it, this is the thing. Like I've said, like it maybe a, a change of pace and a change of scenery could completely alter how she trains and focuses and, and shoots. Who knows? Um, you know, uh, and again, the system might be completely different as well, going from Marinkovic's to um, to McInnes's as well. So I don't know. Honestly. I, you know, I know the community takes a big shit on her sometimes, and I think there's, you know, there's obviously the reasons behind that. But I think it's a pretty interesting and fun story for her if she comes back and she actually turns into a wizard. Um, from it might be the know. revitalization she needed. Like we look at Alice Tegnell, and while it's taken her a couple of years to really get yeah to a stand where people, as you said, are not sitting on her, and I don't think they should be. I think she had a good season. Maybe that's all Kaylee needed a little bit of a change, and we'll see a brand new player out on court next year and she'll be killing it. I, I'm just super curious to see how she fits into that system because she just didn't fit into the fevers. So I'm very, very, very curious about how it goes. But I, honestly, from from what I've heard from people who have watched Buckmeyer play, um, she sounds like an incredibly exciting player to watch. So I think for the Vixens, you know, obviously um, not getting Glasgow's is big, but I, I think the Vixens, like you have to still be happy with considering like you, you kept the core of the team that's won you the premiership and that's been at the top elite level for so long. So um, this is honestly, it's a good side. I'm just very curious to see how Stanton and Bartmire actually plug yeah. into that system. So The thing is though, they were always going to be in a hard position to try and replace Caitlin and Keegan. So whatever they did was probably always going to become, people were always going to criticise because they were always going to replace those two with younger players because... Yep. Now they're looking at the future, just like Tegan. You know, Tegan came in as a young player and she stayed there for a long time, and that's what they're looking for. I am surprised it's not Naya Allen. Well, where's I? No, I'm not. Like they, they like to fix. Vixens do a good job of, as you said, a conveyor of talent. So they're just bringing along their own talent, giving them enough chance, giving them all the training and opportunities they need for them when they step up. They're good to go. So I'm not. Super surprised it's not Nia. Yeah, yeah, I feel like Nia's. I gonna... mean, one of them could have been. One yeah. of them well, that's been, what I'm talking about. Instead of because Stan originally, what we heard is Stan was going to the Pulse. Yeah, and then that all changed, and then she went to the Vixens. Um, and yeah, and I, I just, yeah, I would have picked Nia Allen over Stanton. I, I, f- I feel like Nia is going to get a spot somewhere if once the training partners are announced or if mm. the 12 expansion happens. But I, Nia, she's too good of a talent to be dropped. I, I just don't... It's just a matter of what team's going to pick her up. I guess that, that does change it a lot when you look at the teams and if they're allowed two more players. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it, but, it'll be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting. Yeah, Nia's also a baby still. Like, she's, she, her oh, time absolutely. will come and I have no doubt when it does, she's going to be fantastic. I mean, she's already fantastic, but when the opportunity arises for her she's going to be yeah she'll be around for a long time yeah all right we're going to move on to the new south wales swifts which basically has the same team as this year that's about it uh-huh. uh so uh taylor fraser obviously elevated um she was part of the squad for this year was she part of the expanded 12 or was she actually part of the squad Ooh. for 2020 um i 
I think she was initially part of the squad because as a replacement player for Maddie Proud, but Correct. then once Maddie Proud got back, she, she went into oh, the extended 12. Right. Yep. Cool. All right. All over it. So, Swifty. Um, I'll, I'll just read the team list out just, <laughs> just in case. So, Taylor Fraser, Sophie Garbin, Paige Hadley, Nat Haythornthwaite, Helen Housby, Sarah Clow, Lauren Moore, Maddie Proud, Maddie Turner, Sam Wallace. Um, it's I, the Swifts. I honestly think they're going to do a lot better this year. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely putting them in the top four. Um, I still don't think they really played that well this season. Every time I interviewed Brian, she's like, we just, in my opinion, we didn't play very well. Well, they had every opportunity to make uh, the prelim and then they farted it away in the third and fourth quarters um, against the Fever. But that's the, That was their game to win. They're up by, what, seven or nine points? Yeah, but I feel like that's going to drive them into this season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're definitely in my top four. I, I potentially could see them winning it or finals. Um, yeah, yeah. I think the, obviously for me the the key the key keep here is Sam Wallace. I think for for the Swifts, um, from everything that I've heard, um, the Swifts are absolutely in love with her. So I don't see Sam Wallace departing the Swifts ever. I think she'll be there for a long, long time. Um, abs, obviously, it's the same Swift squad as we've seen previously. Um, what are your your thoughts? Do you have you spoken to any of the girls since the the lists have been announced? I certainly have. I caught up with a couple of them the other day. We didn't do a lot of talk about netball, but we did do a lot of talking, um, as I'm sure you can <laughs> imagine. Uh, look, I think. I think the problem for the Swiss this year is that they were they were not consistent at all. Like they'd ha- they'd come out and have a blinder of a quarter, and then the next one wouldn't be as good, and that's what really let them down. So I, I would suggest that they're they're going to go away and have a real, real good look at that. And I agree, they'll they'll be top four. Um, so I, I just don't know what will happen then. But they'll be top four, and then they just need to make sure that they can continue to put out performances because they do have a team that can. Obviously, win. We've seen that happen last year. Um, so I hope that they can get it done again. But we just have to wait and see. You know, you have, sometimes change is as good as you know a holiday, and they haven't had much change the last couple of years. And maybe they did need to make a couple. I don't know. Yeah, I, I for for me, like they're a top four team because they've won it before with the basically no with the exact same team. So. Um, yeah, not not entirely surprising. I, I, even some of the rumours that we'd heard with their signings would very few and far between and not really much of a change oh, anyway. Mate, so. when they had that party on the beach and Bryony posted yeah. the photo, I was like, not a single player is going to leave that team. <laughs> no, but that was because that, that's that's the kind of culture that they've built over the last couple of years because I think the, the, the beach thing you talk about, I think it was for Sam Wallace's father who'd passed away. Is that the one you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Because yeah. um, they did like a little um, uh, get-together, which I thought was... which was, which was very beautiful. So, um, but yeah, again, not much has changed for the Swifts. They should be in the top four. If they're not in the top four, that's incredibly disappointing. So, um, yeah, yeah, good on them for keeping it together. The good thing about the Swifts is that you know what you're going to get from them and it's going to be good. So, yeah. they just need to put together good for four quarters and they'll have no problems making the top four, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. All right, we're going to move on to the Queensland Firebirds, uh, who have signed for their list for 2021. Romelda Aiken, Gretel Buetta, Lara Dunkley, Tipper Dwan, Rudy Ellis, Tara Hinchcliffe, Kim Jenner, Gemma Maimai, Gabby Simpson, and returning Kim Revellian, Luke. This is the most exciting team to me. Yeah. 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 Agree. Yeah. For a number of reasons. Obviously, their squad and then what was announced um, just yesterday, but I know we're going to get to that, but... These guys are exciting. They were already performing well this year. They're going to perform even better next year, and I'm putting them in the top four. Agree. 
Yeah, they're in my top four too. Yeah, I, this is the thing that their form was rolling towards the end of the season, and I think it's going to continue now that they've actually had time to to play together. And then having Bueta come back in, and then Ravi coming back in, who looks just f- f- fucking unreal. Well, I, I think I think a lot of their success in um, fifteen and sixteen was due to the Rav Ramelda connection they had. A oh, pretty the phenomenal feeding connection. was excellent. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not I'm not saying that their midcourt quarters didn't feed Ramelda well the last few years. I just think they were a little bit more inexperienced, and Ramelda was in a little bit of a form slump, but she's really come good again. And having Rav back, I think that's going to be dynamite. Yeah, and I think there's yeah I don't know. This is just such an exciting team, and I think the the fact that they're young and now they've appointed Megan Anderson as their head coach moving into 2021. Um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, Luke, do, where in the in the four in terms of where you would put them in the four, where would you put them? Uh, third, third. Okay. Mm. What do you think? Looking at this team, their mm. weaknesses are because at the moment the only weakness that I'm seeing is um, that they're probably hmm. they're still a bit young. Maybe Dunkley at wing attack. Um, yeah. If that is the starting position, they potentially choose. Look. There's not a lot of weaknesses. Um, I think it's if they can get over the hump and the chemistry comes together fast enough. That's really their only potential issue for me. Yeah, cool. I um, I think it's really good to see Kim Ravi back too. Um, she's, she looks fit as hell. She, she does. looks ridiculous. She does. Has she even had a child? I don't. She know. looks ridiculous. I mean, she she did because she posts about it all the time. But who wouldn't? Um, she's so fit. Yeah, I I, I think. <laughs> It's going to be interesting. The fact that she's come back to Firebirds instead of going back to Collingwood uh, is an interesting um, sort of direction for her. I think coming back to the Firebirds for her is really important considering her history with them. So I think um, it's a good well, pick by I her. I think we talked about that. We actually talked about that. Remember we said we'd love if she came back to the Firebirds and rekindled yeah. that sort well, of I know culture and winning spirit, I guess, in some way. Yeah, and also the, the fact that she is so experienced considering she's played at the highest level for so long. Absolutely. And uh, she did have the form slump at, you know, going down to Melbourne and then obviously carrying it over into diamonds. And I think that's, I think maybe a break away from the sport probably might do her wonders even more. Well, she could have the baby bounce too. Yeah. There's this weird thing where some sports women, I'm not saying all of them, but they have the baby and then they just like play amazing. Like Lindsay Davenport won like a heap of tournaments in a row after she had her kid and obviously Serena won the Australian Open with a pregnant. So, um, but yeah, like I I feel like there's kind of that baby bounce where you're like, I'm really hungry for it. I'm going to get it too good seriously looking at that Firebirds uh, that, those games are going to be absolutely bonkers the moment that Rabbi well walks that I court. think we could have a Swifts Firebirds final again Ooh. and it could be Megan v uh, Bryony how exciting <laughs> that would be exciting <laughs> who would just the, like don't talk yeah. about fucking grand finals with me <laughs> <laughs> I know every time every time we talk we, we, we bring it up Luke does. It's all Luke. Well, maybe they, maybe they need, um, maybe Firebirds need an assistant coach. <laughs> maybe they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Meigs, hook, hook us up. I did enjoy living in Queensland. Where there I was you up go. There. See, there you go. And We're then, apparently COVID-free. Yeah, well, I assume we are. <laughs> Um, so are we, apparently. Close yeah. Enough, anyway. Yeah, it's great. And people from Netball Queensland listen to this podcast, so there you go. Easy. Get yeah. me in. Yeah. Application get sent. Yep. We did it. Hire Abby. Yeah, yeah. Hire Abby. Uh, Actually, that could work because you could do, be defensive and Megan could be attacking. Yeah. 
And then it could work, but I don't think so. We'll see. Just going to squash that rumor now because I haven't been <laughs> as as fiercely against it as all the other rumors. So I'm going to just squash it really quickly right now that it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, all right, we're going to move on to uh, the Sunshine Coast Lightning's uh, team for 2021: Mahalia Cassidy, Kara Conan, Maddie McAuliffe, uh, Carla, Carla Pretorius, Peace Proscovia, Laura Sherry, and Kate Shimon, Ashley Uni being elevated from their training partners, and uh, Steph Wood. Uh, Luke, I'm going to start with you. What do you think? Um, I think it's really good. I think the addition of Shimo gives them her sort of jump and her leap sort of, uh, I guess, minimizes them not having a tall. Obviously, they had Annika Lee Jones um, as their sort of tall defender. Um I think this is great. I'm all for it. They're in my top four. Steph Wood, sort out your turnovers and um, get into the biff. Let's go. (laughs) Yes, Steph, start fighting people. Yeah, well, I I think um, one of the things I did notice is um, uh, I did actually, I think I said to Kylie, do you want me to come down to training and I'll just get a a kick bag and just hit Steph with it? Mm. Just in preparation yeah. for um, just Joe Weston, um, and just <laughs> hit her up the court. Um, but um, yeah, no, I, I feel like um, yeah, like Cassidy, what a pickup. Um, Cassidy's I, a good get, underrated pick, I think. Absolutely, yeah. probably probably one of the picks of the free agency for me. Um, obviously, losing Langman, massive loss. Um, but I, I feel like Cassidy definitely had a great season. You know, some games she was sort of hitting thirty. 35 feeds she was doing a lot of work um and yeah i i think is gonna fit into that team brilliantly yeah i like cassie i think she's very you know she just gets a job done unassuming doesn't do anything too spectacular which is what i like in a sense that her job is just to get the ball down and you know get it to your shooters i i agree they'll be top four i think the introduction of the introduction of Shimo is good i think that just gives them a little bit, you know, a lot more flexibility in their back end. I think, you know, we didn't see much of Annika Lee Jones, but we'll see a lot of Shimo. Uh, and I think, as you said, she brings something extremely different to that back end. Very, very dynamic, very big in the air, um, very long arm. So quite intimidating, good presence out on court. Um, yeah, but they'll be good. I just think I, I worry a little bit about their, their wing attack. I just, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Yeah, that's my only major concern for them. Yeah, Sherry and yeah, Shez. She obviously had a great season the last few years, but hasn't been wasn't as good this year. Like she wasn't bad, but wasn't as good. So hopefully with a little bit of rest and I, I feel like there's a good cover with that though, because Cassidy played wing attack this season and she didn't really lose much. Because um, I think Gardner went to centre and I think even my mind played centre with Cassidy. I wing think attack. so, yeah. Um, so I think that's their like sort of remedy for that situation is because Shares can play centre. She played a whole season as centre and they won the premiership. Um, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I, it'll be it'll be interesting. I, I I agree. I think Steph with the physicality and I think um, how they develop pace because I feel like that three prong attack. If Kara's maybe getting bullied and Steph's getting bullied, having Peace come in and, you know, really sort of dominate um, yeah. is, is a good option for them. And I think developing those three players even more for another sort of preseason, um, yeah, the top four for me, easily. Yeah, I, th- I think the yeah, Lightning... Yeah, easily. I think the Lightning, for me, have done a very good job of not rebuilding but replenishing. 
So, you know, you lose a huge asset in Laura Langman, but you still you gain back Mahalia Cassidy, who is not Laura Langman, yeah. but has been blooded in the Firebird system for so long and has been proven to, to perform quite well. Um, I think yeah. bringing in Shimo as experience is, is, a, is a great get. Um, I, I think a lot of people were really surprised that Adelaide gave her away considering... Um, how much time she'd been she'd given to the club, but um, you know we've spoken to to Shimo and and she's incredibly happy to be up uh, up at Lightning as well. She sounded really excited. So, um, I agree with both of you. I think the the key factors for me looking at this team that worry me are Shez's form and Steph Wood and Conan developing stronger holes and stronger defensive like defenses of their own goal circles because. Steph Wood looked really out of sorts for the I don't even what the last couple like four or five games of the season and she just I don't know just I feel like sometimes she was just not particularly locked into the game sometimes like when you look at her on the broadcast especially when there's a call that goes against her she instead of getting back on defense she kind of starts arguing with the ump or putting the head down a little bit I mean, and it's to like, be fair the yeah. umpiring wasn't great look it, look it, look I'm not I won't dispute that I I, I think you're that's, coming that's for a, Steph that's I don't a, like it <laughs> <laughs> back the yeah, fuck off you, still gotta, you can't you can't let that impact the game exactly oh, absolutely you got to adjust. They won't reverse the call. That's the thing. Yeah. Like the ump's not going to be like, mm, oh, shit, Steph, you're you're right now. Let's just call the ball back. Yeah. You just have to get back up and get back on defense. And um, and you just got to yeah. swing the like, just start swinging. That's yeah, what, yeah. That's what like, I've learned. Like you yeah. said, just start throwing haymakers and just <laughs> yeah, hope, hope they hit. Um, because they probably put some will. blood on the court. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, but obviously, the Lightning um, let go Annika Lee Jones and replacing I think um, Jones with Shimon is allows for a much yeah. more versatile. And faster defensive circle. So, Um, I think the other thing to include in that is uh, Annabelle Laurie and Mm. um, Hunt, uh, Benny Hunt, um, are two players that I think were they part of the extended squad this season. And they played through the season. I think so, yeah. Um, And they played for the USC uh, Thunder in sort of what I guess Abby is our like Metro League, um, which was live streamed. Um, Laurie, oh my God, she can shoot. And, and I think if they do extend the squad, having, having her, um, you know, as an option, oh my God. I need to look that up. I need to go back and look at that. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Shooter or goal attack? Um, Shooter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Sure. But she can easily play goal attack, but, um, her range is ridiculous and her motion is insane. And I'm I'm actually surprised that um, they didn't, you know, maybe probably another year. And I think if the Vixens um, part ways with Stanton, she could be ending up going down there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, just, oh, such a smooth stroke. And I was just like, damn. I watched her, it was last week. Um, so they lost by two uh, to the Ipswich Jets. Um yeah, and she was incredible, absolute incredible player. So yeah, cool, mm. good to one. So what was the name? Sorry for uh, Annabelle Laurie. Annabelle Laurie, thank yeah. you. All right, keep an eye on that mm. next season. Um, okay, the last team for 2021 are the West Coast Fever, who have on their <laughs> list Jess Anstis, Sunday Aryang, uh, Courtney Bruce, Verity Charles, em- Emma Kosh, Janelle Fowler, Stacey Francis, Sasha Glasgow, Olivia Lewis, and Alice Teague Neald. Abs. I kind of got a bit messed up there because I was going to say uh, abs. Abs, that'll what do you be think? good. Top that'll four, be good. you reckon? Yeah, I think yeah. I think anything with Janelle in it's going to be in top four. I just don't. I think she's just got a lot of. Obviously, we all know. I just don't think it. We know it. She's got a big presence out on court. Shoots a lot of goals. Um, they're solid in defence. They'll turn ball over. They'll be top four. Uh, you know, our top four. 
it'll be interesting because we've just we've just said Firebirds, Swift, Lightning, Fever, and there's obviously the Vixens as oh, well no. buying for. <laughs> yeah, so then we can't get them oh, all no, in the top four. They're all in the top Stop calling yeah, me out, Abs. Well, no one was going to notice. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Numbers-wise, um, it doesn't work. But so, I just think uh, underwhelming the the fever for me. Like, they're just exactly – it's a bit like the Swift, exactly the same. Underwhelming. We know what they can do. We know they can play. Not Nothing exciting when it comes to – I'm going to make a bit of a prediction, and you all can call me out on it uh, if it doesn't come to fruition. But – I reckon Fowler, Glasgow, and ATN at wing attack. I can see it because ATN is a very good facilitator. Mm. So Wow, okay. Yeah, I think that's where they're going to go. Oh, you mean as in like the starting lineup? Yeah. Oh, right. Yes, that's where I think they're going to go. Okay, I, I like it. Note that down, somebody. Yeah, and someone write it down. Someone call me the it. hell out if they don't do it. But that's what... So you relegate cost to the bench? Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I would. Uh, like, Cost was good, but I don't think she's it for them. No, and, and I think it really just cuts through. Um, I feel like defences now, a lot of goal defences are moving to wing defence, and the height is becoming a real problem. And as, as Shez is finding, you know, yep. this season, with the height difference, I feel like with Alice Teague-Neal, it's almost like goal attacks are starting to have to come into wing attack a bit more. Um, but if they can... Like, I feel like ATN's got enough like ability to play that position well. If that makes sense. I agree. Yeah. It's not she's not she's not necessarily a traditional goal attack, if that makes sense. In in that sense of the word. I I feel like she can facilitate and she can change up her speed to go into the position of wing attack. Hmm. Well we'll see. Yeah. Let's put a bet on. Let's put a bet on. Oh, how exciting. The Sasha Glasgow get is a big one. I, I I think she was frustrated with her time last season. Oh, she this season, yeah. this year, last season, whatever the hell it is. Um, and definitely, I could see that written all over her face. Um, and I feel like her moving out of that system after having the breakout year that she had. I know. Yeah. Um, you know, she's going to be able to put up that twenty, those twenty goals that Fever have been looking for to complement Fowler. She's easily going to be able to do that with range. Um, yeah, I, I really like it. It's a lot of height. I, for, for me, I really love this Fever team. I, I, th- I feel like getting Glasgow over Stanton is a really good, like that's that's going to be really good in terms of Glasgow's fit. She's proven to shoot from distance. She has that proven track record with court time at the Thunderbirds. I know that she's obviously was disgruntled with her court time um, at, uh, at Thunderbirds, which was, Evident when she announced that she'd uh, gone, she uh, what is it? She uh, player optioned into unrestricted free agency. Was that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and again, you just you're just running it back with the same with the same squad. You've got Sunday coming back. Uh, Emma Kosh. Yeah, we'll see how she goes. I think she had a pretty solid year considering. Oh, Collier, she but, did, and and that's yeah. and I realistically that's the good backup is the fact that. Um, you know, you got Kosh there who can play wing attack. Um, but yeah, I just think, you know, this this season they had to put Verity Charles into wing attack um, because they didn't have the option. Of, like yeah. St- Stanton, you know, they couldn't bring her on against the Vixens at no, goal attack. because and she would just get destroyed. 
Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying no, no, that. No, no, but no, <laughs> no. But I don't mean that in a way. Like you could say the same thing about Nia Allen, for example. Nia Allen would probably get destroyed by defenses because she's still young. She gets bodied a lot. It's proven. Like a lot of defenses, the moment that Nia comes on, the two bodies go straight at her, and you just basically dog her down in you know two minutes. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like this Fever team should be top two, if not at the top of the ladder, because it's, it's a good side. The The only thing I will say is I wonder what the league is going to do about the salary cap situation. Obviously, Fowler yeah. has this massive salary, which I have heard how much it is, but I'm not sure if it's true. Um, but yeah, like obviously, they've got to, you know sort of facilitate for her and she's a large portion of the salary cap and how that works with third party deals I have absolutely no idea but if they potentially are given a full game penalty or something like that which I doubt I would think it'd be more it'll be about a financial fine. it'll be a financial penalty probably yeah I mean it depends on the severity of um of their breaches I think um I'm not privy to how they charge you know, breaches of salary. Well, caps, wasn't Adelaide Thunderbirds? That was a hundred thousand dollar fine, I think. Yeah, but then yeah, but it was it was suspended. Yeah, so yeah, because Adelaide ain't got no money. No, yes, it's like oh, fine as we can't pay the fine. You know? <laughs> yeah, like uh, yeah, it's very interesting. We'll give like, you a stadium. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, so I mean, the uh, price line's getting redone into well, not price line anymore, but. Adelaide Stadium's getting redone for twelve million dollars, which looks really good if you saw the concept images. No, I didn't. Ooh. That stadium's gonna rock! Holy crap! Um, but yeah, it's very, very, very interesting to see uh, how the fevers cap reaches play out moving into the future. To me, it screams like they're just gonna get a fine and they'll just suspend the fine. Yeah, it it does really make you wonder. Um, yeah, what you can get away with. Interesting. It's very, very interesting. Um, and the fact that they self-reported was interesting because it I feel like with self-reporting, it kind of realizes that they can't hide it anymore. So they have to self-report. Well, if it, I don't know, if allegedly a journalist found it and came to them and said, "Can we please have comment?" Then they've really got to self-report, don't they? Yeah, well, I mean that's very true. So, yeah. um, so. allegedly, uh, yeah. I have no idea. No, don't no. sue me, yeah, please, no. Fever. <laughs> Fever love, love you. It. Yeah, no, Fever, you're very great. Um, <laughs> so that does it for our team lists for for 2021. Now we're going to move on to our coaching announcements uh, for both the Firebirds and the Collingwood Magpies. Let's start. With the Firebirds, as mentioned at the top of the episode, Megan Anderson Abs, is coming what do in. you think? Mm. I think this is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I, I've obviously, I've had the pleasure of being coached by Meg um, at the Swiss when she was one of our specialist life assistant coaches. Uh, and I really like her. She's personable. She knows what she's talking about. She's obviously extremely clever as a player. And that that cleverness, if that's the word, translates into her coaching. Um got a lovely family that I'm assuming will go with her because the twins are the twins are only just started school this year I think so I, I mean I'm assuming that they'll head up there with her so she'll really bring a good family vibe to, to the squad I think it's the best choice that they could have made I was surprised to see that it was Meg yeah. I just didn't think that that would be something that she would be looking at in Queensland because of the family that she her family situation here in Sydney um, with the with the twinnies as I said um, and her husband obviously but I'm so glad it happened. Jeez, that's like the best thing for this team. On, honestly, on a scale of hires, when I saw this, I was like, shit, that's a good one. That's a good one. Like, in terms of signings, <laughs> players and coaches aside, this is probably up there in terms of signings, if not the best signing. That's yeah, it's the best the signing news. all year, I think. I think so. She's such a cool customer. Yeah. yeah. And I actually, I think I spoke about this on the last pod. 
um, I was watching a CBT game because you can rewatch all of them yeah, on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, and she played center. Really? Yeah, she played center. You know, she's a freak. She can play anything. Jesus. So she's still playing. So she is. Long. She's. I think the coaching coordinator at Northern Suburbs Association here in Sydney, and mm-hmm. I'm positive that she's still out there playing on a Saturday and just tearing it up. She's a fit. Uh, do you think Rav's fit? Maybe fit too. Oh wow! They're just going to be fit together. I wonder if they're going to, if she's going to join the Rav Fitness Revolution. Oh my god! And just is she like, paid you? She paid you? Like, is she? Are you on the books? Like, oh my god, that's such a good idea. I'm going to DM her tonight. And be like, you need to pay <laughs> Emma and I. No, just tell her to send us through a program so we can actually do it and maybe be fit like her and we'll keep endorsing. Oh, yeah, that's a good that's idea. That's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> and then get that. sponsored by Nike. Yeah, Lord knows I need to get fit. So <laughs> yeah, that works. Out. Abs. In terms of what. Megan is going to bring to the Firebirds. Are you able to sort of share your experiences and her coaching experience uh, with you and what she sort of brought to the Swifts over the years and what she could bring to the Firebirds? Yeah, absolutely. Like, so she was, she obviously did a lot of work with our tutors. So I didn't have much time with her out on court myself personally, but the, the care and the consideration that she takes with her players, I think it's going to be a really important thing for this Firebird squad because, as we just discussed, they're still quite young. So they're going to need somebody that's going to really show you, show them that compassion. You know, when they make mistakes, it's not a big deal. They've just got to get back out there and go again. Obviously, her knowledge is second to none. She knows so much about the sport and she's so clever that I, I just think the players are going to really benefit from the fact that she has ideas and she sees things in a different way so I think a lot of people do because she's I guess she's just, as a player she was always that step ahead she always knew what was going to happen before it happened and I think that definitely translates into her coaching I, I just think she's really going to nurture this team into something that's going to be epically successful just like we saw the reign of the Firebirds from what was it 2011 you know how successful were they under Rose from that period all the way through to 2016 I think we are potentially on the verge of seeing that again. Oh, wow. I didn't even think about the fact that Vicky Wilson was in charge of the Firebirds. She pulled Aiken into the Firebirds and then they hired Rose. It's kind of a similar narrative in the fact that credit has to be given to Rose about the level of development she's given those For the last 12 months, absolutely. And, I mean, Megan really is just going to sort of Take, take that team to the next level and she's such a level-headed person and as you said such a good player still um yeah, it's really exactly. just oh my god firebirds 2021 champions and uh, like or as we said the team is already looking good but i think the addition of meg to me really solidifies their place in the top four i just think as i i've said it a couple of times now i just think she's going to do such a good job with this group that's a good job. Yeah, uh, it's pretty exciting. And I also think the fact that she's come from, you know, the Swiss program, the Diamonds program, there's already that sort of experience on an international and a local level. Like, I don't know, this is, uh, this is a home run for Firebirds. So, I mean, props to them. Good stuff. Mm. Yeah. Um, good job and you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, Collingwood, uh, earlier today announced uh, Nicole Richardson being ele- elevated from assistant coach to head coach of the Collingwood Magpies to 2021. What do you guys think of this one? This one's been long string for a while. Like- Brilliant. I love it. I love Richo. She's the best. She had a really good season defensively. They yep. were beyond amazing. I actually think if you... Lo- I didn't look at the stats. I'll say that now. But if you did calculate the stats, I would say 
Collingwood defensively were probably top three for the season. Mm. Um, this is great. Yeah, that's my opinion. Yeah, abs. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know her very well or really at all. But what I saw from watching games this year is that the girls listened to her and they went to her for advice and they were actually they were engaged with what she was saying to them. So I think. I think that mutual respect that's obviously there between the players and herself already is something that's going to be very important to that team. Um, yeah, I think it's a it's another home run. It's not as good as the it's not as good as the Megan Anderson. I don't think. I think that's just an unbelievable home run. But um, it, it is a good home run for Collingwood. They've made a good choice there. Yeah, it's not it's not that much of a bombshell higher compared to to Anderson. I think no. Um, you could tell over the course of the Magpie seasons that the girls really resonated with, with Kate Upton and, and Richo as well. And I, I think it's a, it's a great hire for, for Collingwood. It's not entirely surprising. Um, Richo's been there for a while. She's had her hands in the development of a lot of players. And I think she has a, an incredibly good defensive mindset. Um, you know, I've, you know, I said on Twitter earlier today, she's got, she's, she's a good chat and she's more than happy to sit down and talk to you about the X's and O's, um, especially defensively. Um, she was talking my ear off a couple of times just about defensive lineups and how, like, how the Collingwood Magpies were scouting, you know, different defensive setups and all this sort of stuff. So, I think um, this is, I think it's a great hire, and I think that's also because she's yeah. got an ingrained relationship with the players, and I think that's really important. They Collingwood's lacked a lot of consistency over the years, and I think um, elevating Richo and allowing her a little bit more control over the team's gonna. Um, I think it'll pay off. I don't know if the, if Collingwood will be a top four team, but I feel like there's going to be. It feels like there's going to be an improvement of some sort, whether it's more wins or whether you know um, Shimo has a you know a standout season. Uh, Shimona has a standout season. Um, I, I don't know. It's a great hire. It's. Yeah. I feel like Braz is going to make sure that happens. Yeah. Yeah. In some regard. Yeah. Um, and I think I think Braz and Richard do have a West Coast. Um, uh, relationship as well, like they've uh, worked together with over, over in the Fever a few years ago. So, um, yeah, look, gro- both great highs for for both teams. Um, if you're a Magpies fan, I think you should be excited with Richo's hire. Um, and if you're the Firebirds, then good lord, congratulations. That's a yeah, you should be stoked. Yeah, yeah, seriously. If anyone like I've not heard, I don't think I've seen any dissent from anyone about the hire of Megan Anderson. So um, actually yeah. that's true. I didn't see a single negative comment. No. But she's no. so cool, calm and collected, yeah. I guess. Yeah. That's just her personality really. Yeah. Same with Richard actually. I don't think I've seen anything negative from Richard except for maybe one or two people, but those are yeah, what are the doomsdays. So anyway. Uh that'll do us. Is there any other news? Oh actually yeah, one little bit. Uh so Chris Symington uh resigned as uh, the executive of the SSN earlier today. Uh any any thoughts? Is is, is this is this more of a no, 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 no? It's just more. It's just a discussion, you know. I, I spoke to Chris once. He's, he's perfectly. He's perfectly fine. Um, for me, this feels like a bit of a fallout from, I guess, some some of the uh, the fan reaction to the super shot and like new, the, the rules moving forward, perhaps with you know squads being reduced to ten. I I, I don't know. Like he's he wasn't there for very long, so. Uh, I don't know. See, I the interesting thing is, obviously, we did. We were at fifty six games this season. Yeah. Um. Or I was. You were at more. Uh. But out of those fifty six games that I did, um, it wasn't until I think the finals that I was like, "Who's that guy walking along the floor?" And you were like, "That's Chris Symington." Mm. And I was like, "Oh, 
And I don't know if that was me working really hard or not, but yeah, I was like, oh, weird. Yeah, I saw him for the first time at a game this season uh, in Townsville. Mm. Um, and then after that, it was the finals, pretty sure. Like the grand final. Mm. Was it the grand final that we saw? Anyway, um, Mm. Yeah, there's some there's some things going on behind the scenes at the SSN. I don't know what it is, but the fact that there's been a few departures over the last couple of weeks has made yeah. I was going to say it sounds it seems like there's a few things going on at Net, like we CEO of Netball Australia, Marnie. She's yeah. obviously just w- stepped away as well. I, I know she's. I'm pretty sure she's moving into another role, another CEO role in another sport. I can't remember what or if I've even read that correctly. So she's obviously going on to something else, but. Oh, yeah, cycling. She's gone departed. to Cycling Australia. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, that's what mm. I thought, yeah. So, uh, just a couple of big departures after very uh, after relatively short tenures, I guess. But I guess if you think you've done everything that you can do and you've got nothing else to give, why not turn it over to new eyes? I don't know. Yeah, interesting. Just very interesting about the future of the sport. Mm. Whether that changes the rules back so we remove the Super Shop, don't think it's going to happen, but... Uh, very curious to see what happens, but that was just a bit of news that came out earlier today. Um, but yeah, wow, that does us. Wow, what a big wrap. That was a big Thank you, wrap. Abby, for um, lending your time with this giant wrap. Wait, are you hungry? Do you no want worries. Wrap, or you oh just... my God, I have. I actually haven't eaten today because of the injection oh, thing. I'm not diving. hungry. Well, yeah. Look at you being an appetite suppressant. Basically, yes. Good on you. I'm basically, yeah, have bulimia now. <laughs> oh That's my pretty God. much it. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't encourage that. It's um, like medically injured. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, that's uh, what it is. Yeah. Well, I don't know how it works. That stuff's beyond me. That's enough. Anyway, uh, so that does us uh, for this episode, um, everyone. Look, I don't know when we'll be back. Um, we might see if we can try and organize a couple of interviews going into the end of the season um, but no guarantees um, but as always you can get us on facebook.com forward slash the goal circle come and have a chat to us we've been sharing news things are slowing down a little bit so you know not a lot of news now that <laughs> team lists are finalized. oh well, I mean it's very interesting to see I mean the biggest gossip I guess moving forward is um, Abby McCulloch to the Firebirds yeah but, well know, I mean oh. I did hear that earlier today <laughs> yeah no, no, no. <laughs> I've just I've just moved into a new job down here and I'm very happy with where I've fallen. Just coaching at and a what? So you're you're telling me and I love it. You're telling me if Firebirds said hundred and fifty K assistant coach role. But... Well that would be a different story, wouldn't it? <laughs> Firebirds. But I'm not I'm doing, I'm not doing any less than I've just given it a price. <laughs> and uh, I can't have I can't imagine that Megan's being paid 150, so they're not going to pay their assistant. And no. a weekly Aporto uh, voucher. I think uh, yeah, I mean, I'd be happy with just a weekly Aporto voucher. Probably. <laughs> what about I probably a Tesla? Would do do I get a Tesla as well? Uh, or can you I can drive your Tesla you <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'll get the right, autonomous. In. I'll get the autonomous and send it to 150000 a Tesla, and a weekly Aporto voucher. Done. I mean, Done. This is huge. This Done. is huge. Firebirds. Look at me. Look at me negotiating. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, uh, Megan Anderson, if you're listening and you're still looking to hire, there's the terms. We'll drop. Megan will be thinking, not a chance. She's like, this is absurd. Not this greedy. Not this greedy chick. All this stuff won't just come up just for just to be coach, coaching alongside. Her. She won't have anything to do with that. Oh, I'm so putting that on Twitter. I'm going to at her. 
Yeah. She's all over Twitter, and that's what I love. I'm not getting Lisa Alexander blocked from her. Love it. Oh, well, you don't know that yet. What no, happens? No, yeah, she's yeah. not sick of me yet. Give it some time. Give it some time. Yeah, what's yeah? What's the if the Firebirds have a bad season and you start roasting her on Twitter, she'll be like, no. Nah. <laughs> Block and report. Um, oh dear. Uh, but yeah, you can get us on Facebook and get us on Instagram, the Goal Circle Pod. If you're listening, please tag us and we will uh, we will reshare that um, all over our socials. Um, you can get us on Twitter at Bleakster, B L E E K S T E R, and Luke is at B L T underscore eighty six, and Abby is Abby underscore McCulloch. Uh, come and tweet at us. Um, Abby doesn't use it; she just likes some of my tweets sometimes if I mention her, and sometimes she doesn't. <laughs> sometimes um, I'll have a bit of a look. Yeah, you just have a bit of a scroll through. Be like, oh shit, I got tagged. Yeah, like <laughs> that. Just prove that I'm alive to people. See all the <laughs> screaming people, and then quickly shut it. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Um, I, I yeah, I'm not being very proficient with my social media lately. I had a I had a message not long ago from somebody that I that I used to play with, and they were like, um, just checking in to see if you're okay. I've just been looking at your social media, and I've just saying you haven't posted since January. Just wanted to make sure everything was okay. <laughs> and I wrote back saying, oh, yeah, everything's fine. I just got better things to do. And yeah, exactly. You're too busy, doll. Th- that's what we're going to do. Take over yeah. the world. Thank you. Thank you for checking in, I said. But, yeah. So maybe I need to really ramp that back up. That's what we're going to do. Well, I mean, yeah, you're going to be the next assistant coach for five minutes. You don't have time for <laughs> Twitter and social media. <laughs> I'm going to be way too busy for that stuff. I'll be out on court coaching. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think... Oh, how good would it work? Would it be to work with Rudy Ellis, Hinchcliffe, and Jenna? That's oh, well, sh- we'll we'll find out when Abby gets up to Queensland. To Jesus, yeah, I'll let you know. I'll Isn't you that know. a good lineup? Wouldn't that if like someone said to you, "Hey, we need a defensive coach," like, and you're like, "Oh, you know what team and Firebirds," and you looked at that lineup, oh, I'd be like, "Yep, maybe you should put it." Yeah, it sounds like no. You should. Oh my god, yeah. I, love, I love that everyone's like, "Do it, Lol. Luke," and you're like, "Oh no,", no. but like deep down, you're like, "Sunshine oh, I'll do Coast." It, I'll do it. I I did mention the Sunshine Coast, and I I feel like they're ghosting me now. They're just like, oh, "Yeah," because they were like, don't. "Oh, he's serious." Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh he's serious. Oh shit. Okay. Quickly um, go to the exit. <laughs> yeah, just block him. Actually, just yeah. So at this point, I'm just trying to negotiate to just buy the team, and then I can just help. Yeah, you can do yeah, whatever you like. Yeah, I'll just do that. Yeah, you yeah. can put me on the court if you want. That'd be great. No. Wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. Um, <laughs> I'll put abs on. We'll sign you to a deal. Yeah, there you go. Well, I need someone who actually knows what they're doing coaching-wise. This is well, Kylie, up. you wouldn't get rid of Kylie, would you? No. 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 Kylie's no. doing a good job up there. Yeah. She's doing a yeah. good job. Just put abs at assistant coach wherever, really. <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> See, look at all this manifestation. Um, yeah, but you can, also, you can also get us on email, thegoalcircle.gmail.com. Um, and also, if you are listening to it on your podcasting app, so like Apple Podcasts, uh, please leave us a rating, five stars only. Um, any reviews, <laughs> we do love to read and we do love to see. So if, you, if you've enjoyed the show over the course of the season, um, you know, uh, thank you very much. Um, I think we still have our little survey. <laughs> completely forgot to check that. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to put a little survey in the show notes for oh, this episode. So if you haven't done the survey, please go and sign it. Uh, it's just for us to work out, to determine where we're going to go next season, if we're going to make some videos and if we're going to do, you know, some more interviews with coaches and players and, and all this other stuff. So it's basically just helping us uh, plot out uh, 2021. So we'll yeah, I'm going to defend uh, Ramelda in one of the videos. Well, exciting. we'll see. We'll have to have a chat I'm to five If Abby will let us go to practice. Yeah, yeah. Abs, I, yeah I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> I have to think about it. Um, 
but yeah so we'll put that in the show notes as well so if you can get in there it's all it's all private you just literally put your responses in and, and it sends it to us um we don't get any of your personal info so that's all good uh but yeah that'll do us uh for this week guys i'm not sure when we're coming back so obviously just keep an ear on your, your podcasting apps and we'll uh hopefully get some interviews and some stuff rolling um in the off season because we want to keep going and not have a five-month break like we did last time so yeah, maybe. Well, I can't go to Mykonos this year, so well, we you stuck with Mykonos? me. Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't know you were doing that. Yeah, cool. we had to cancel our trip oh, multiple trips you now. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Airbnb they took forever to refund us that money. Oh, okay, mm. that sucks. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, fuck Airbnb. Don't sponsor us, Airbnb. Anyway, <laughs> uh, that'll do us uh, for this week, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye.